On today's show, trade season is approaching. How could the Dallas Mavericks get involved? I have a bunch of trade ideas that I think could actually work. We'll talk about that and more on today's Locked On Mavs. I'm Luka Doncic, and this is Locked On Mavericks. NBA champion. He hit it early. Bang! It's good. It's good. And the Mavericks have won the game. Loyalty never fades away. No, it don't. Welcome. You are locked out of the Dallas Mavericks. My name is Nick Angstead, media member and NBA channel manager of the Locked On Podcast Network. Thanks for making Locked On Maps your first listen each and every day. We are free and available on all podcast platforms, including YouTube. But the best way you can help us grow the show is to comment anything below. Let us know what's one trade you want the Mavs to make. What's one player you want the Mavs to trade for? Let us know in the comment section below. Today's episode is brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online is you cover the season more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet Online. It's where the game starts. And joining me, as always, my co-host, writer, contributor at Mavs.com, the Mural Man, the One More Thing King. What you got for me, Isaac Harris? <laughs> All right, the Mural story is just, it's gone too far now. Yeah, we've, we've, Twitter has taken it to a new level. There are it's conspiracy theories built on conspiracy theories about the Mural. Like, uh, come on. All right. <laughs> <laughs> we, need, we need a game to happen desperately. Our people have been in contact with the Mural's people. <laughs> PR teams are involved, um, but but no. I, the only thing I'll say about it is really cool that Luca reached out and was like, "Hey, let's do something about so, this." So, if you didn't listen to yesterday's episode, we talked about a mural that went up in Deep Ellum in, near downtown Dallas, and it was we just used it as the foundation we talked, of a conversation. Yeah, so we talked about it. It had it, Luca holding a sign that says, "Please send help," and so we thought that was inter- that was an interesting topic. So we talked about that whole narrative yesterday. If you want to listen to that episode, lots of you had many opinions about that. And I don't agree with many of you. And I agree with some of you. But so we talked about that. And then today, the guy that painted the mural updated us. He removed the mural. Apparently, Lucas people reached out to him and said, hey, can we we do something else? Because Luca didn't like it, apparently. And now they're going to change it. So we'll see what happens when he changes it. But I thought it was cool that Luca reached out to him. Yeah, it was cool. Good on Luca. Good on Luca to, to do that. Cool, cool leader, leader move, too, about Luca. Oh, 100%. So, today's episode, though, we're going to trade all those players that Luca was defending when he made the guy, <laughs> when he, when he made the guy take the mural down. <laughs> Please send help. We're going to try to get Luca some help today. We'll talk about some rumors and things. I got a bunch of trades. I sat in the DMV today in South Dallas. Shout out to you if you've ever been there. It is, uh, they've, it's, it's gotten better in my last, like, I think I went there like seven years ago, but um, it's still hmm. just a, a place of sitting and waiting for a long time. So I, you I made, not just auto renew online, or so I, I couldn't. I, for some reason, my numbers wouldn't go through on the on the online thing, so I had to go in person. Oh. But uh, now I got a bunch of trades done. I, I sat there and did a bunch of trades, so I got them for you. And then later in the show, if we have time, we'll talk about Dorian Finney-Smith and Josh Green coming back. They practiced. They did a full practice, and they're questionable for for. The, today's game against the uh, the Hawks. So I they think they got a Woj tweet. They yeah, Woj even tweeted about them. It Big seems, time. Seems like they're gonna play, which is gonna which is awesome for the Mavericks. So we'll talk about that. We literally ran out of intro music. We've never done. Wo- that. We've never Woj done that hasn't before. tweeted. <laughs> Woj hasn't tweeted about Josh Green since draft night. Mavs are lasering in on Josh Green. <laughs> I don't think so. Maybe maybe one of his workouts over the summer. Josh Green has been. Focused on. Okay. All right. Trade rumors. Bunch of trade rumors drop 
uh, bounced today. Uh, Sham Sharania on The Athletic posted some trade rumors. We had our friend Jake Fisher post some on uh, Yahoo. And so there's a bunch of trade rumors going around all the, all over the place. And so... Boom, I, there I was bun- going to say, you haven't used the drop yet, and I was disappointed. <laughs> there's a bunch of rumors. And let's just talk about some of these players as ideas. Then later, I'll have some actual concrete deals that we can, we can talk about for the Mavericks. Um, I only care about one name. Let's start with him. Terry Rozier. Scary Terry, baby. The Hornets are, are fielding offers for Terry Rozier. Let's start with him. Yeah, they are. What can he bring to the Mavericks? And then how, how do you see that playing out? You know how many, how many tweets I got when that story drops? <laughs> <laughs> I got so many tweets in DMs, Instagram DMs, and I don't even like do really math <laughs> stuff on Instagram. I got a text from somebody about it. So, I was like, all right. So I like Terry Rozier. <laughs> it's not like it's Vince Carter or somebody for me, but. I would be super, super hyped if they got Terry Rozier. Here's the thing with, with Rozier. Yes, he would be the thing why I think they would trade him and why I've been like about it is because, you know, he makes $21 million this year, 23 the next year, makes 24.9 the year after that. And then there's like the team option, non guaranteed and stuff after that. But I just like him because I don't, I don't think you have to give up a first round pick to go get him. And he's under contract for so much money. That it's not like a $30 million a year type deal, it's, you know, 21, you know, for this year, but 21. it's, it's a, it's a bad team that isn't going anywhere. So it's like, can you, what? Do something for me. I just, I just think he would, he, he would work great in that third guard role, whether it's starting alongside Luca and letting Spencer go back to the bench or, you know, Rozier coming off the bench in that role. I've just always liked him. I think he's an underrated defender. He's played in some big games in Boston. I'd just be about it, man. You know I'm about it. If Bring you, him to Dallas. If you're looking around the league and you're saying, okay, well, the Mavericks aren't going to trade a first-round pick. Who are some players that they could exchange player for player for? Maybe send Josh Craner, like, you know, some uh, younger player to to go over there and to, you know, to send to the Hornets. They're not going to be asking for a lot. They're maybe trying to, like, get rid of, get off some salary, get some, you know, they, they want to probably do what the Thunder just recently did, where they just cleared a bunch of salary, and then they were able to take on some of these contracts, get more picks in some of these moves. Yeah. Maybe they're going to try to get picks from, from people, but if they can't get them, because some of these contracts are long. Terry Rozier's contract is is long, right? It's like a, it's a four-year deal that you mentioned. So maybe they'll try to tr- go player for player, get off some salary, try something like that, try something different, because it's it, nothing's working for them right now. Like, like literally just with the Miles Bridges situation playing out the way that it is, uh, they don't have anything going. So maybe they're wanting to change it all up, try something different around LaMelo, show them that they can at least move some pieces around and make it interesting for him <laughs> instead of just it, the same old guys out there. And and if you're looking for players that could fit what the Mavericks need, Tarajir is that exact guy. A guy that's probably overlooked, does exactly what they need. Yeah, and it's like they have some other pieces too that I think like if it became a bigger deal, yeah, that I would be interested too. Like I've always liked PJ Washington. I think Kelly Oubre would be okay on this team as a as a backup wing. I think even if you know if some if one or two of the bigs for Dallas was in the deal, getting him Mason Plumley back in the deal. Like there's other guys in on Charlotte's roster that I think could be had that if it became a bigger deal and it became a thing for Charlotte that they're if they're looking at it saying. Hey, we're we're not even like we know we can't get it first for Rozier's contract, but can we can we get some expirings? Can we get this just contract off our books and either get a few seconds or a younger player or something like that? And then Dallas is looking at it saying, "All right, we have some expiring contracts. Let's go out and do this thing with with Charlotte." That's that's the route I could see them taking, and that's like the reshuffling the deck you were talking about. 
Another rumor that was interesting to me today was Fred Van Vliet of the Toronto Raptors. Guard, we've talked about. We had a whole podcast. Wait, about we're just talking about, talking about Rozier the whole time? I thought that's what we had planned. <laughs> we're, and uh, apparently, according to Shams, the Suns and Magic have emerged as a potential free agent suitor for, for Fred Van Vliet. He's going to be a free agent this summer. He already has declined an extension with the... Apparently, that can happen. A, a team can offer an extension. A player can decline it. Did you, did you know what? That? Did you know that that can happen? And so... With Fred Van Vliet, he is probably going to go into free agency. He's going to he's he'll probably want to return to Toronto, but he's not playing that well this year. So it'll be interesting to see how it all plays out. But with the Suns being mentioned there, they don't have cap. Like they don't they don't have the space to just sign him out. Right, the Magic probably do. Get but, that passport ready, DeAndre. But the, but the Suns don't. So how would that work? Well, they would have to sign and trade him. Well, the Mavs can do that too, and they'll have all their picks then. So this is one of those moves we've been talking about where they could do this type of move, a trade for Fred Van Vliet, but it would have to be a sign and trade this offseason. There's all kinds of complicated things that go on with that, but I found that really interesting that that was the talking point around Fred Van Vliet that the Suns and you know the Magic to a lesser extent are talking about a free agency like sign and trade situation. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. I laughed when I seen that because I was like, oh, what an agent move. You know, like, hey. <laughs> We we have some free agent suitors that are already lining up. Orlando's looking nice right now, you know, for Van Vliet. But, you know, I don't know what his money situation. I mean, yeah, he turned down the extension and all of that. He's going to want a big, big contract and stuff. I think the Suns one was, it was interesting because it's like, still got Chris Paul, don't you? And uh, even though he's taking a step back, so they're going to try and unload him and all of that. But I'd be interested in Van Vliet. I just, I'm kind of uneasy about the, the fit would be great. And I think if they brought him in right now to this team currently, it's like, all right, you're a much better team, right? Like you're much like, better. Way way better, obviously. Like we're talking like deep playoff run with Fred Van Vliet sure. alongside Luca. It's just a matter of like, are you willing to pay him are you a title more contender? than Brunson? Are you a title contender? And I don't think you are. You'd have to add, I think, one more player. Yeah. So that's where it is. Coming up, let's talk about a couple more rumors. And then I've got some real trade ideas. A couple for Terry Rozier. I've got one for Mike Conley that's kind of interesting. I don't know if they'd be down for this. I like Mike Conley. And then uh, D'Angelo Russell is making some moves. (laughs) Talk about that coming up. But before we do, let me tell you about Rocket Money. If your New Year's goal is to manage your budget better and save you some money, you need Rocket Money. Hosts across this network use Rocket Money. David Locke, I was listening to him. He... Even says that he used it. Really smart guy using Rocket Money to help manage his finances. Uh, Rocket Money, formerly known as Truebill, is a personal finance app that helps you cancel your unwanted subscriptions, monitor your spending, and helps you lower your bills all in one place. 80% of people have subscriptions that they forgot about. I have them. Isaac has them. You probably have them. You're probably sitting there thinking about one that you forgot to cancel right now. Rocket Money helps you cancel those before they charge you. It says, hey, this thing is about to, to... uh, charge you again, and you're like, oh, I don't want that. I don't I don't need to re-up on whatever it was. So check out Rocket Money. Stop throwing your money away. Cancel unwanted subscriptions and manage the expenses the easy way by going to rocketmoney.com slash NBA. That's rocketmoney.com slash NBA. One more time, rocketmoney.com slash NBA. All right, Isaac Harris, thanks for making Lockdown Maps your first listen today. Let's get into some trade rumors. A uh, couple more, couple more that we've talked about. Terry Rozier, Fred Van Vliet was one that we mentioned. The John Collins rumors are kind of flying up and down. That one, I think we're both out on. I'd rather just, I'd rather extend Christian Wood at that point. You know what I can't understand is why is Utah interested in him? 
Is this a yeah, is this an agent ploy? <laughs> like it feels like it's like a his camp type thing. I I just don't get it. It he doesn't fit with marketing. And yeah. What does the John Collins for Malik Beasley and Vanderbilt do for the Jazz? And then you're locked into that big contract and like, is that the pairing you want with marketing? Yeah, marketing and John Collins or like John, John Collins and Walker Kessler. That one that one kind of works together, but that's not your front court. <laughs> No, weird. you're not going anywhere that front. Yako Pertle is another interesting one. He turned down a four year, $58 million extension with the Spurs. He seems to be available. That's one. I think that the Mavericks should probably look at too. If they could pull off a Yako Pertle and a Fred Van Vliet, then you're like, all of a sudden you're talking. It's not going to happen this year, but well, have here to comes your CJ McCollum, miles Turner. <laughs> I, that's what I'm well, my whole thing. My whole thing at the beginning of the year, if they could get, if they could get Terry Rozier and Miles Turner, they would make the finals. <laughs> I, I think stand, a, the way the West has played out, I stand by that more than ever right now. <laughs> um, I'm really curious to see where Pearl goes because I think it's gonna be one of the more like underrated moves. Somebody's gonna trade for him, and he's gonna enter a, a playoff rotation for a yeah. really good team, and it's gonna make a big difference. And I'm just really curious where that's at. He's gonna somehow make it onto the Clippers, and we're gonna be like. Oh, really? <laughs> like, really? I don't think it's Dallas, though. I could be no, wrong. I, don't, I, don't think. I think they're going to want picks. Um, and they also have Josh Richardson and Doug McDermott, two former Mavs available. I'm kind of done with the Josh Richardson experiment in Dallas, <laughs> but McDermott, maybe. Yeah, the Spurs are done with that experiment, too, it seems like. Uh, Eric Gordon is the other one. They used to ha- they used to just want a, a first-round pick. Now they're asking for maybe a good young player or a first-round pick for <laughs> For Eric Gordon, the price has now dropped. I think the price is going to drop even more uh, when it comes so down go to down it. to a buyout. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, they'll probably they may end up buying him out. If you listen to John Wall and Theo Pinson, it's uh, on Theo Pinson's podcast. It's not going well down there in Houston. Speaking of John Wall, John Wall Clippers listening to offers for with John Wall looking to. Uh, I I got a trade for that one. Throw throw it you at ready me. For that one? This is my small one. I was going to end with, but I'll do this one now. All right. Okay. This was inspired by SJ today on Twitter. Shout out to her. Shout out to SJ. Good Twitter follow. John Wall for JaVale McGee. Straight up. Who says no? <laughs> oh, the Clippers are saying no. But he's he's not playing that much. They've already benched Reggie Jackson. But he's playing more than JaVale. That's what they need, though. They need a backup center. Okay. Sure. I mean. You're saying the Clippers say no? The Clippers are saying No. <laughs> I mean, I, I would be down. I'd be down. That would be an interesting one. The Clippers need to do a two-for-one type trade, too, or like a consolidation type trade. They have, like, all these guys, and they need to trade for something that they actually need. I don't know. Yeah. If you're the Mavs, that's a great move. But if you're the Clippers, yeah, I don't, I don't know if that's if that's getting it done for you. That's why I didn't want to start with that one. That one was... <laughs> all right. Here's a couple of Terry Rozier moves that I know you'll, you'll be Frank, with. Frank might have to be in that deal, like Frank and Jamel. What if the Dallas Mavericks looked at the Hornets and said, hey, do you want to get off some long-term, some like money up front and change some of your parts around? Take Gordon Hayward's contract and Terry Rozier. That's $50 million. Whoa. whoa, a lot. whoa. And we'll send Christian Wood, Tim Hardaway Jr., and Davis Bertans. You get... So for the Hornets, you get off the Hayward money and the injury concerns. You're like, all right, we're at least going to have players that are going to play. The Hornets get the rights to Wood, and you get to pair him with Melo, and you get to try that out for the rest of the season. The Hornets also get Tim Hardaway Jr., who's like a Tim Har- a, a Terry Rozier replacement, who's who's bigger than him, probably plays a little bit better defense. The Mavs get Terry Rozier. They get off the last year of Pertons and Tim Hardaway Jr.'s deal. So it's longer-term money for the Hornets, but it's less upfront money. 
if the Hornets want to, I don't know, re-sign Miles Bridges if they end up if they end up doing that or not. But that's a big deal. That's a lot of money going back and forth. Yeah, I just I don't I don't think the Hornets would do that. The only reason I think the Hornets would do it is I don't know. I mean, I could I could see it's a little swap out the parts ish. If the Hornets sure. looked at the if the Hornets looked at this Christian Wood run and said, "All right, right, these past two months of Christian Wood have proved to us more than the the rest of his career." Now, remember, he was in Charlotte for a little bit too, so they already have a little bit of experience with him. Um, the Gordon Hayward stuff is so hard; it feels like he hasn't played hardly at all. Yeah, so he, it just feels that, like it's, that's an automatic injury. You're taking on a big contract there. That's why I kind of like this one because. You're t- the Mavs are taking on money there. They're like, all right, we'll we'll take on this money just so that we can upgrade to Terry Rozier. I know. So, okay. I, I know. Listening, yeah. some Mavs fans are probably like, don't do that deal. Why would you do that deal to give two starters for Terry Rozier and the corpse of Gordon Hayward? <laughs> okay, here's my here's my thing. If if it's right at the deadline, and you don't have an extension, anything done with Christian Wood? Yep, I would do it. Yeah. Just because you you just can't do it. You can't do it again. You can't lose somebody again for nothing. And if you go past this trade deadline and you don't have an extension with Christian Wood and he's still on your roster, this is what we're all going to talk about for the rest of this. It's like, here we go. Any big game Christian Wood has is if Christian Wood has a great playoff series, we're like all excited, but it's the thought in the back of all of our heads. Like (laughs) it's that feeling inside. It's like, oh, this is fun. Cool. All right. Well, he might not be here. So that's, yeah. On that note, the other one that works is Christian Wood, Josh Green, Frank Nilakina for Terry Rozier. Then all of a sudden you're making the move that, that like, okay, you, you, you're swapping out Christian Wood for Terry Rozier and the price is Josh Green. Um, I think Dallas says no to that. That's an interesting one. See, I, I yeah. It's interesting because Dallas get, says no you get Terry Rozier for longer. He fits what you need more, even before but Christian. You're Wood, giving up Josh they're... Green too. I, I think I, I could see the premise of like Christian Wood, Nilakina, and like something else for Terry Rozier, besides Josh Green. But like you're giving up Wood and Josh Green. That's the okay. Would they would they do it if it's Davis, Josh Green, and and Nilakina? Oh, I think they would. The Hornets. Yeah, I think they would. Yeah, that, because you're that you're getting off you're getting off less money. I think Hornets Hornets because you're getting off less money. You know, Davis's deal becomes like partially guaranteed, and what not next year, but the year after yeah, or something right. like that. Yeah, one more guaranteed um, year, and then the year after that, it's partially guaranteed. And then you get the young, you know, the young guy in Josh Green. You get his rights and all that stuff. Um, yeah, that that I think, one. So I think, Char- I think for, Charlotte would do that for Davis, Josh Green, and Frank Nilakina. You put Davis in there for the contract. Count it up. Let's do it. Bring it. Bring it in. I'm. I'm, I'm ready for. Th- I think Charlotte would do that. Yeah. If that deal happens, then all of a sudden you're you're excited about that. My other one was. I don't think you'll be into this. Was Terogier for Tim and Josh Green? Just straight up. Um. You're getting. T- no. If you're the Hornets, you're probably getting two starters there. But if you're the Mavs, you don't think you a don't lot think. of it. I think a lot of it depends on how they view Josh Green. How the Mavs or Hornets? Hornets both. <laughs> Hornet, yeah, kind of both, but how the Hornets view Josh Green on that. I'm really interested in like a Tim for Rozier swap. And that, but what we have this to, is the one that would work though. Terry for 
for Tim Hardaway Jr. plus Josh Green. You can do Frank instead, but would the Hornets do that? I don't think they would. No. You're not getting enough value yeah. back if you're the Hornets. Just just swapping Terry Rozier for Tim Hardaway Jr. doesn't make it work if you're the Hornets. But if you I mean, put Josh Green in there, then that makes it a little more interesting, and you, then you'd probably do it if you're the Hornets. Yeah, that's more interesting. So there you Give go. Give me some more trades. I'm ready. That's my Terry Rozier trades coming up. Let's get into some more. Actually, I had one more Terry Rozier trade. I had uh, Terry Rozier and Mason Plumley. For Tim, Josh Green, and Bullock. Damn, if you're the Mavs, you, you get Terrogier and Plumley, so you fill two needs. If you're the Hornets, you get maybe three starters. <laughs> like you, you get Tim that's a replacement for Terrogier. You get Bullock and Green that are your defensive wings. This team is 27th in defense. For the Mavs, mm-hmm. you may be giving up too much defense, but it fills two needs that you need you have really badly. <laughs> yeah, I just think if you're Charlotte and you're getting off Terrogier. I'm calling and I'm saying, all right, I want expiring contracts to get off this money because outside of Rozier, you're looking at really, it's just like Gordon Hayward and then, you know, LaMelo and like PJ Washington's probably going to be gone. So and like, then you could do the take on contracts for picks situation thing. Yeah. So like if I'm Charlotte and I'm like being serious about a, a deal with Dallas, I'm calling up saying, all right, what can we work around Terry Rozier and Christian Wood? Yeah. And then going from there. And then it's Dallas saying, well, we need another big back. Mason Plumley has to be in the deal. And then they're saying, you know, Charlotte's saying back saying, well, we need a, you know, we need another guy in there. Like, let's talk about Reggie Bullock. He has a partial guarantee, but it's still expiring. Yep. And it's stuff like that. It's like Rozier Plumley for like, you know, Reggie Christian Wood. And I'm just doing this on the fly type of deal that I could see more realistic. Yeah, if you do, hold on, I almost got it. <laughs> almost, we're trade machining on the fly. You're almost there with Plumlee. Need a little bit more from Dallas. Plum Plumlee and Rogier for Christian Wood, Bullock, and Josh Green. Yeah, I don't know if I'd do that if I was Dallas. That one's an interesting one. Coming up, let's get into some more trades. I got a couple more for. Uh, I got one for Mike Conley for D'Angelo Russell couple more trades that we can talk about the Mavericks. Could they do them? Could they pull it off? And then we'll talk about Dorian and, and Josh Green coming up. But before we do, let me tell you about Bet Online. Bet Online has you covered with all this, the odds, spreads, and everything that you want on the NFL, on N- NBA, on all kinds of sports. Go check it out. The Dallas Cowboys, Weedem Boys, Woo-hoo. beat Tom Brady and the Buccaneers. Congrats to them. They are playing in San Francisco. Isaac Harris, guess the line. San Francisco by three. Three and a half for San Francisco. They got the home home field advantage. Plus, they, they're giving them a little extra there. That's that's wild that, that Brock Purdy is favored against Dak Prescott. By the way, Dak Prescott, the oldest quarterback left in the, the NFL, left in the left, NFL yeah. playoffs, right, which, yeah. which is wild. You can bet on that. You can bet on all kinds of other things on Bet Online. They have basketball as well. They have futures, all kinds of different things. You can check it out. It's Bet Online where the game starts. All right, Isaac Harris, let's get into some more trades. We talked to, I uh, did all Terry Rozier trades, basically. That's <laughs> what, what we just did. Uh, and so let's get into, let's get into some other fake trades. I got one for Mike Conley. This one, yeah. if the Jazz are just looking and say, all right, we want to get some more young guys and we want, or we want to get another young piece and we want to move off Conley's deal. Will they do Davis, Theo Pinson, and Josh Green for Mike Conley? straight up um 
That's interesting. I feel like Utah would want to create cap space, right? Right. Like if they're getting off Conley. So I think it would be a... Or get picks. I feel like they would rather get picks. If the Mavs throw first in this, it's done. Like, done deal. Yeah. But they won't. Um, I think it would... I think something would be Dwight and Reggie for Mike Conley. Mm, a win, you think they want him to do a win now plus the... Well, that that's more of like you're getting two solid vets that can like just finish the season strong with your team. You can think, you know, see if you want to bring, you know, somebody back. Both of those guys can fit on the team. Dwight can mentor Walker Kessler, that type of thing. Reggie's a good guy to have in the locker room. And it's more of getting off that second year. Mike Conley's twenty some million next year. Both of those guys are basically kind of Dwight starts here. mentoring Walker Kessler and Dwight goes Hold on, you're allowed to block the shots that they put up? Listen, you're going to get hit in the face, but... Uh, another one I came up with was a D'Angelo Russell move. The D'Angelo Russell Eesh. one is, is real interesting. You can do one of two things here. <laughs> one trade, the smaller one, is Russell for Tim Hardaway and Dwight Powell. Then you get off of Tim's deal for the, the next two years. D'Angelo Russell's expiring. You bring in... And off the bench, you're you're a flyer. You're trying D'Angelo Russell. He already said that if you if you mess up if you mess up with my talents, you you, you mess up with me. <laughs> whatever he, whatever that quote was recently with the Timberwolves. It's so weird. Uh, they could re-sign him if they want. They could also just let him walk, and then you you clear some space there, which is good. Make another move, and all of a sudden you can actually have cap space this offseason. So that's one move. It's a little interesting. I feel like I feel like Minnesota, if they're getting rid of D'Angelo Russell, they got to get another point guard back. So I think you'd have to look at a third team. Look, look at a third team of that. Well, hold on there, Isaac, because people forget about Frank. What if we <laughs> throw in Nas Reed and Frank Nilakina in this deal? <laughs> Stop. <laughs> um, I I think they need a starting point guard back. So could you could you canvas the league and say, all right, who could we flip Dwight Powell to for you know a, some type of point guard thing? I, I think it would be interesting for them if they got somebody like Tim and it's like adding Tim, a good vet to that locker room, yeah. another shooter and, and Dwight, Tim and Dwight. Yeah. 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 But the only reason I was about Dwight is like, all right, they got Gobert. They have Nas Reed who plays really well. Cat, all that. And it's like, all right, how much is Dwight going to yeah, play? But send but, Nas Reed back to the Mavs. <laughs> but who who's going to, who's going to run point for them? Like who's going to start the, at point for that's them? That's a big problem. So it's like roping in a third team of that. If somebody to play point, but, I'm I'm interested. I'm not the biggest D'Lo fan in the world, but I'm halfway interested in the like swapping out the pieces. If you brought D'Lo here for you know as a third team, it's like, hey, we'll take him for the rest of the year. He's an expiring contract. If you got off some money or something, bring him as the third guard off the bench. Like, I'm not opposed to it. I'm just not, you know, jumping for joy out in Victory Park about it. No, I don't think I would be either. You can. Should Dallas be interested in DeAndre Ayton at all? Yeah, they should be interested for sure. He he fills a need for them. I just think what the Suns are going to ask, and you kind of wonder after some of these these like playoff matchups if they almost there's a tax if you destroy us in the playoffs the year before. Like, hey, yeah, people, you know, Lakers fans like to talk about, oh, there's a Lakers tax because nobody wants to see the Lakers be good. Okay, well, I think the Suns will have a Mavs tax because they don't want the Mavs to be any good. Yeah, it's just. 
I don't I don't think I'm kind of scarred against paying big men a lot of money. <laughs> I'm kind of like done with I'm like I just right. want to pay the next guy we pay a big a lot of sum of money to. I just want it to be a awesome wing or an awesome got to be able to dribble and shoot. Yeah, but I, I just look at it's the Mike Conley's, it's the Russell Westbrook. It's the you know, it's those type of moves that I'm that we're watching with Dallas. You know, like um they had a Boyan thing in the athletic i think the other day um and it was like potential teams that would be interested in it. and you know tim cato answered the dallas part in that really well it's like i don't see dallas giving up a first round pick like unless it's going to be a star they're not going to give a first round pick right now they'll save it for the summer nope. but i but i do think dallas is going to be really active before the deadline and it's looking at players terry rozier russell westbrook mike conley some of these guys are going to be had without a first round pick and it's going to be a swapping out the parts type thing. And it's going to be looking at Dallas saying you have some expiring contracts, some contracts that can meet some of these salary numbers. So, you know, if it meant Dallas taking on a little bit of money past this year, but they're not giving up a first round pick, that's what I could see Dallas doing with some of these, you know, third guards or wings, or they really want to swap out some, you know, a piece in the front court or something like that. Last one I got for you, Eric Gordon for Davis and Josh Green. If they just want a young player. Okay. Is it bad that I'm just like, I'm kind of believing too much in Josh Green? No, because, I, because that shows great growth in you because you were so out on him over the offseason. I know. I know. It's just, I I don't know. I, I know Eric Gordon would be good on this team. I don't know. Just call me, call me homerish that I would be kind of hesitant about giving up Josh Green for Eric Gordon. That's fine. No, I'm, I'm in. I'm in on that. Because uh, Eric Gordon doesn't fill enough of the holes to me. Like, if he was a point guard. And, he, and he's an expiring contract. Like, I would be more open if it's Terry Rozier. Right? Um, oh, I thought he was expiring. I think he's got one more year. Let me look it up. If it was a longer-term guy, I'd be more open to it. If it's an expiring contract guy, I'm like, eh. It's like a non-guarantee the next year, so there's like there's some stuff with it, but yeah. So it's so, but it's not like this guaranteed. Can I give a hottest take? I don't think. I think if we're looking at safe guys that won't be traded before the deadline, I think outside of Luca, Josh Green's really high up that list. Wow. Aussie, Aussie, Aussie. <laughs> like if we listed off guys, if we listed off guys on the roster outside of Luca. Josh Green might be number two on wow. guys that they don't trade. Wow. Blow my mind. Anyway. Interesting one. Uh, Dorian and Josh Green, talk, speaking of, are supposed to be back, or ho we're hoping they're back against the Hawks. Real quick, how does that change what the Mavericks are doing in with the Hawks and then going forward? One of the biggest things I'm looking forward to seeing is what does Christian Wood at the five look like with those guys back? Yes. What does that look like? Um, having wing defenders and it's not just constant, you know, getting beat on the perimeter. It's not Christian with the five with Tim Hardaway as your primary wing defender. So like <laughs> that's the type of stuff of let's see what this lineup looks like with Dorian in there um, playing with Christian Wood with Josh Green playing with Christian Wood and all that. So I'm excited for I mean, the perimeter de defense is the biggest thing we're all looking forward to. So. I'm excited for it, man. See, see some fresh legs out there. It's gonna take him a minute. Josh has been out for 20 games. He was out. That's insane. He was out like a week before Christmas, which is crazy. That's a long time ago. So it's gonna take him a minute to get their legs under him. If the shot doesn't go right away, like it's gonna be fine. I think they'll, they'll 
They'll uh, they'll eventually catch up, but so good to have those two guys back. They needed them back so badly, and now they go into this stretch where they'll have this homestand for four games, and it's going to be really good to see those guys try and, yeah, do exactly what Isaac said. How can they play with Christian Wood as the five? Does does Kidd even continue with that? Does he keep with that? I'm interested to see if he, he does. He should. But does he does he keep with that? So we'll be monitoring that. We'll have everything here on Lockdown Maps. We'll have post game episodes for you. We'll have uh, five days a week here on Lockdown Maps. Thanks for making us your first listen. Go check out Lockdown NBA game to game. Uh, every moment, every top performance, every result. Lockdown NBA game to game on uh, on the Lockdown NBA YouTube channel as well as the Lockdown NBA podcast feed. Guys, thanks so much for listening to Lockdown Maps. Result. Boom.